The Pod Bay Door, a Las Vegas podcast. The shows I liked the most were the, were the really the cheap ones, like like Popovich and his trained house no. cats. <laughs> Who the doesn't cats, like yeah. cats and dogs man, in know, a show? Right? Vegas has the opportunity to return to quality and, and, and say no to quantity. Well, Las Vegas has this rare opportunity to start over and, and make quality entertainment, quality foods, quality venues. We're going to talk about the history of the Las Vegas showgirl, a little bit of showgirl history in general. Good. I um, like showgirls. I, I miss them. I, I miss them. Yeah. I miss the classic ones. I miss all the shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A, now, you know, the, the news in the last couple of weeks was, uh, you know, LaRev at the, at the, um, I know. at the win, which was, uh, people thought was Cirque du Soleil. It's a lot like it. It had the same producer. Yes. Um, but it's closing permanently. It ran from what two thousand four. Yeah, I remember. I saw it's one of the last shows I've seen. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. Terribly sad on that one. Yeah. I, just so many. Uh, and I know that all the people behind the scenes of the shows are they're starting to you know uh, there's a movement you know to start uh, you know uh, picketing and petitioning like grips and 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 yeah. um, and audio people and lighting. You know they're stuck. They they yeah. they, they don't know yeah. if they should go or stay or yeah. Lareb was a was a was a terrible loss. Um, but we're gonna talk about the history of the show, girl. We got some housekeeping to do though. Yeah. Uh, quite a few things, actually. Oh, I got to do that, too. I yeah. keep uh, meaning the vacuum. Uh, Damn it. Um, okay. So, so uh, uh, prior to, the, to doing the show today, uh, you had brought up the, uh, the uh, uh, cell phone tracing, yeah? Yeah. Uh, a company called uh, ProPublica, or Pro, ProPublica, ProPublica Investigations have started the, uh, the the a cell phone tracing program. Mm. Now, I found that I found the sample size interesting. Mid-July, they did a sample size uh, or a sample uh, time frame of about a week, week to 10 days. 26,000 devices were on the strip that they that they sampled. Yeah. Uh, and then and then those devices then traveled to every state in the union except Maine. Interesting. Very interesting. Thirty. Here's some numbers. Thirty-seven hundred travel back to California. Not a surprise. Yeah. Twenty-seven hundred travel to Arizona. A thousand to Texas, and then a smattering uh, five hundred or less uh, to the East Coast, New, New York, New Jersey, hmm. and so on, Chicago as well. Uh, and and so th- this, along with uh, there's an app that's coming, uh, which I'm going to pull up here in just a second. Um, uh, for all of this tracing that they want to do. Now, MGM, when asked for a comment, they were asked for several comments. They were asked about this tracing uh, uh, program. They wouldn't comment. They were asked about the number of informational, COVID informational emails they have received. No comment. Mm. They were asked how many communications they have originated to the CDC or to the state health officials, no comment. Interesting. Hmm. Um, there were several doctors. I don't know their their qualifications. Uh, like any other doctor, they they probably have some and not enough. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and yeah, it depends on 
sometimes, you know, it was one of Rush Limbaugh's tricks was always have some doctor, he would call him a doctor, talk about, right. you know, uh, the, the, how terrible social medicine was, but it wasn't, he wasn't a medical doctor. He's a PhD, PhD you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, some. So, so these doctors, which were, they were definitely MDs, they weren't PhDs in uh -huh. this particular case. Um, they were asked, should Las Vegas close? And all of them unanimously said no. Uh, which was good news. But the bad news is, and they all said essentially the same thing, is that closing creates a whole different set of problems. And they all admitted that, that A, they were not researchers. These are not doctors of research. Yeah, yes. They were, you know, medical doctors. Yes. Um, uh, one of which was a GP. Yeah. And they all agreed in their way that the math is, is really impossible right now. It's just there's no way to figure out and give a positive answer, yes or no. Should Las Vegas close? We're, we're not sure. We, we don't know which way to go because we don't have the numbers yet. Yeah. So this ProPublica Investigations has, has put themselves out there and said, hey, we can do this based on cell phones. But the problem, and the, doc, the one doctor said almost immediately, well, okay, we know where they went, but we don't know their status. You know, we, okay, you know, because the article uh, was clickbait, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, cell phones are a way to tell, you know, that Las Vegas is infecting the world. It's like, well, no, that's, that's not true. It's a way to tell that people have visited Las Vegas and gone home. Yeah. But there's no way for, uh, for the cell phone to continue the tracing. You would have to contact them. Yeah, and see if they, were, yeah. if they were infected either before or after they got here. Which then brings up this I found interesting. Yeah, and you see, there, there's also something interesting here, Jamie, that a lot of people just don't, don't, don't realize or, or think about. Um, most doctors, most MDs or general practitioners or whatever, um, they don't read the research, right? They're not epidemiologists, mm -hmm. yes. right? They're not that type of research people. Right. Those are the ones with PhDs, and they're very, very skilled at what they do. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't treat illnesses. A lot of them have gone through the same same background. Um, they understand the disease, mm -hmm. right? So so they understand it's like it's like a builder is not an architect. Right. Um, so they often don't read that research any more than I know teachers do not read uh, research that's done on, on education or or uh, on 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 uh, on learning. Right. You know, they they they're they're the classroom practitioners. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they get into a mold of of they they particularly with with with, with GPs you know, they treat probably 10, most of them in a, in a small town or, or small city are going to treat the same 10, 15 things, mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to be really good at that. But anything exotic, malaria or something like they don't know what to do because they've never seen it. Right. I mean, right. that's, that's an issue here in the U S about people bringing in exotic diseases. If they've been someplace, yeah. they've never treated them. They might've had a lecture on it. Yeah. So sometimes the idea of even something like Dr. Fauci, who is an expert on that? Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen Rand Paul make some ridiculous comments on we should be more like Sweden. Yeah. You know, and then we find out that Sweden had their largest increase in death the first six months of two, of twenty twenty than they've had in over a hundred years. Right. You know, and it's just like <laughs> they've had the largest, you know, uh, uh, COVID nineteen number of deaths in in Scandin of any of the other Scandinavian countries. Yes, Rand Paul does have a medical degree. He's a doctor, but he's doesn't study, you know, uh, uh, yeah. infectious diseases. It's not his. It's not his specialty. Right. So, so to 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 continue Las Vegas's um, sort of uh, pioneering of the use of cell phones. Um, so now we have the ProPublica investigations, which can then trace 
the cell phone or devices as they, or tablets, whatever. Uh, the, then it says in an article of yesterday, the state of Nevada is launching an app on Monday that will allow people who have tested positive COVID-19 to discreetly notify their close contacts of possible exposure. The contact tracing app called COVID Trace will be entirely opt-in, meaning that not only will users have to download the app in order to take advantage, but they will have to fill in the information on their own. So, so now that's step two for contact tracing with the use of devices. And yeah. it's all coming out of Las Vegas. Now, of course, uh, if you are a pioneer of that particular technology, um, you're going you're gonna to be you know, uh, labeled ground zero, yeah. uh, which of course it is. Uh, so I don't know what I think about that. I, you know, I, I, I like the use of technology, and I think that uh, 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 Nevada should be in the forefront, you know, especially if we want to get back on track and, and, and be considered uh, progressive and forward-moving in getting past all this. So I, it, it, very interesting. Uh, that's the next bit of housekeeping here. Um I, I don't know if you know, are you, do you know that there's a coinage shortage in the, in the yes, United I've States? Yes, I've heard of that. I got a nickel in my pocket, I think. <laughs> um, the the uh, Essentially, one of the oldest hotels in town, yeah. the, the El Cortez, we know it as the El Comode. Yep. Uh, it's actually much nicer now. Still has a great steakhouse. Um, they are one of the last, if not the last, coinage-based slot machine houses in town. Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, they they shut it all down. Yeah. And they thought they were going to be able to, you know, just bring it right back up as people are starting to visit again. And and what they didn't realize, uh, in an article of over the last few days, is that um, they went to order their coinage. From Brinks, yeah, they ordered twenty thousand dollars in coinage, and Brinks said, "Yeah, you can have five hundred. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they're, they're I got some money. I'll sell it to <laughs> cheap. Oh, and they'll take it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Very interesting problem. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize uh, that that I mean it, it is, and it's one of those problems that's there. There's no workaround to it. There's yeah. no logical. Oh, I, we can do this instead. Yeah. You know, because their option is to, of course. Um, uh, uh, change their machines, you know, yeah. upgrade, yeah. if you will. And I, I see, I like those old coin ones. So oh, I do were, too. Because, you know, as a kid, I remember, um, you know, somebody would come back and give me silver dollars yeah, or or half dollars, either one. Right. And, and you knew that they had been to Nevada. I mean, from sure. where I was not living in Northern California, it was usually Reno yeah. that people went. But either one, oh, you must have gone and played slot, slot machines. Or they would save their coins. Right. That was a big thing. They'd have a big mason jar or uh -huh. something like that. And they'd put all their spare change <laughs> Absolutely. for the next trip to Reno, you know, and where they were going to put it in the slot machines. Oh, when I was a kid, I used to love... Um uh, putting pennies in the wrappers. You yeah, know, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember people when they were talking about uh, where are you going on vacation, and they would just say these things like "kachink, kachink," because yeah. you know it was the sound of the slot machine. Now yeah. you, that doesn't make any sense anymore. Well, the digital sound isn't the same. Yeah, you yeah, know, especially with the dollar coins they used to, you know, slam yeah. down into the buckets. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, another piece of uh, uh, Las Vegas lore. Uh, are you familiar with the game um, Sigma Derby? No. Sigma Derby is a is a it, it, oh, it's entirely fun. 
It's so fun. What it is, it's a it's a um, horse racing game. Yeah, it sounds like one. And you place coinage, usually quarters, into it. And the horse, it's a lot like when you used to spray water into a clown's mouth or something. Yeah, yeah. And the horses would yeah, yeah, run yeah, yeah. just yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's randomized, of course. Yeah. But it's it's old. It's metal. You used to wa- you yeah, know, watch yeah. it through. I didn't know what it was called. Yeah, it's yeah. called Sigma Derby. Well, of course, with all the, you know, the Sex in the City and, and uh, you know, Mummy and, and Star Wars slot machines and poker machines, Sigma Derby started to, you know, just become a dinosaur. Well, now these casinos are wanting to get rid of it. So there's this huge movement. Well, it's becoming huge. Of all the people that know it like I do and now you uh, uh, and the D Hotel downtown, yeah. pretty good place. Um, they have started this movement and they've actually have all this swag that you can, you can uh, donate and get like I, I, um, you know, I, I save Sigma Derby. Uh, they're trying to save it from being basically recycled. And so there's this huge movement. And I mean, we're talking thousands of people that know what Sigma Derby is and they're trying to save it. And one of the few ones left is at the D. No. Uh, yeah. So it's. Uh, I thought that was yeah, interesting. Yeah, those were always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I would love to see it. You know, go to if they can't save it. If the casino bosses say no, uh, we'd rather use the uh, square footage for you know something that makes a lot of money. I'd love to see it go to the Pinball Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. The Pinball Hall of Fame is yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend when he comes here, he he basically just camps out there. For, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's there all day. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. And yeah. then I said, well, I'll come see you when you want to break away for an hour or so. And, yeah. yeah. And he goes, yeah. oh, this place is great. You know, mm-hmm. he, he comes from down from, from Colorado. Oh, wow. Just to go to the Pinball uh, Museum. It's a great place. I yeah. highly recommend it. All right. There's something bad. Uh-oh. Yeah. I heard Sundance Helicopters is closing. I heard that too. No no confirmation, but... But uh, it was this morning, so they're closing permanently except for private uh, charters. Okay. So that's too bad. That is too bad. We didn't use them a lot at the Venetian. uh, We used Maverick, but but nevertheless, they were a secondary vendor. They were, and they were quality, you know, and they they did a lot of work with the motion pictures too, you know, they and Maverick. Okay, so um, uh, I don't pay a lot of attention... uh, to iTunes, iTunes still, of course, um, or Apple, Mu- uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah, as it's called yeah. now. Um, Except uh, ours, uh, right? Yeah, uh, uh, because it is what it is. It's it's the it's sort of a trunking system to uh, you know get get your podcast out there, and that's great. They do a great job. But I looked the other day, and we had a I'll, I'll call it a negative comment, but it was a qualified negative comment. Now I have some things to say about it, but I, but it, the it it was um, it was an email uh, 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 identification. I'm not even going to mention that. But the person basically said that he was extremely disappointed. I believe in the last or the 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 two podcasts ago, mm. he listens to us because we're Las Vegas. Yeah, and he said, "quote It's supposed to be about Las Vegas and gambling." Okay, there's my first problem. Mm. And then he continues on uh, saying that if he wanted to hear about politics, he would listen to blah, blah. And he said, then he said, then he went on, and I know you're going to lose it, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but he then went on to say, if you're going to talk about politics, be balanced. And if we were going to do what we did, we should have mentioned uh, Ben Shapiro and the Young Turks and so on and so forth. And, and, and I, I just kind of cocked my head a little bit because usually comments are comments and I like them all. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he signed off the email. He was not rude. Yeah. And he was well spoken. I appreciate that yeah. a lot. Yeah. And he didn't. And he was not profane. Appreciate that a lot too. Uh, he signed off by saying, um, uh, "Well, he referred to our podcast as a pretty decent podcast. Really have enjoyed it up to now. Good luck." So. If you take it in that context, he he probably he doesn't want to listen anymore. I don't yeah. know what he meant by that, but I have something to say. Yeah, and I'll let you chime in a little bit. All right, and then we'll get to the history of the show, girls, which is way more fun. Yeah. Um. First off, I want to thank him for the comment. He or she, I don't know if yeah. he or she. Yeah. Uh, because it it says they were listening. Uh, and, uh, uh, I enjoy, as John and I have always said, we, we enjoy being involved in a, uh, in, in a elevated level of discourse. Yeah. And we enjoy the town and we enjoy the people and we really do appreciate our listeners. So I want to thank that person for not only listening yeah. up to this point, uh, and commenting because you don't have to comment. You can just let it go. So thank you for that. And I hope you all do continue listening. Now, about Las Vegas, I have always said, I have said in the definitions, I have said in our taglines, I have said in every possible marketing of this podcast, it is about Las Vegas as a whole. Yeah. Gambling, politics, religion, yeah. food, entertainment, and so on. That we that we focused on politics once, maybe twice, or maybe had a comment that's part of the game here. Because yeah. honestly, I'm, and I'm speaking for myself, maybe for John, at some point in a Las Vegas veteran's uh, career, gambling is, gets a little boring. Yeah, and there's plenty of other ones to do. We don't gamble. Yes. I don't gamble. I mean, if you live here, you tend not to do that. There's so much more to Las Vegas than gambling. I can't even tell you. And that's why we are pushing 150 episodes, because yeah. there is more to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, the the, the industry knows that because the yes. gaming revenue, besides COVID-19, yes. has been falling. You know, the Cosmo was the first hotel a couple of years ago to, mm -hmm. to make more money from restaurants and shopping right. than it did from, from gaming. Right. And we have the Vidara, which is part of that that group there city center and and they don't even have a casino yeah you know yeah. so so um um there's 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 more than that now we understand the games mm -hmm. uh, and probably that's the reason why we don't play them right <laughs> yeah right yeah and also yeah. just a general comment not not all political shows need to be balanced that's usually a right-wing thing because we know with Fox News that, that they have always said you know fair and balanced and they're not we there, there have been plenty of studies on that um, but my, and they used to always attack Michael Moore and, you know, Michael Moore made a, made a good comment. Sometimes he says things that I absolutely don't agree with. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he says things I do agree with, but he says his movies and I do like his movies should not be seen. They're not documentaries. He says they're video essays. And like any other essay, it's an opinion piece. Mm -hmm. You're giving his opinion. He doesn't have to be quote unquote balanced. So when we talk, you and I have differences on, on a lot of things. Yes. Um, but but nevertheless, that wasn't, we're not, I don't think I have to need, need to be balanced. No. Because I, that's my view. And I know from other people, and I all say, yeah, yeah. I know where I'm coming from is, is by today's standards, mm -hmm. way to the left. Now, it's funny. I've been reading, uh, finally gotten around to reading Nixon Land by Rick Perlstein. 
Um, and I read back and I thought, my God, have we really gone this far? Because I read El, El, what LG, uh, uh, LBJ was saying in 1965. And I thought he is so far to the left of Bernie Sanders in what he said. Uh -huh, right. And at that time, you know, LBJ had just won a landslide over, over the nut wing at that time, Barry Goldwater, 60% mm -hmm. of the vote. Mm -hmm. And this is how people thought. And they were so far to the left of even anywhere. I mean, Joe Biden is, is to me, you know, they're Republican, they're a Republican Party now compared to, you know, what, what they were. So, you know, if, if, if we don't present your point of view on yeah. that, well, and again, we, we try to say the politics as it affects Las Vegas and COVID-19 is now a political issue. Right? <laughs> no, it is a political really issue. Is. And we are, we are, it is a hot button issue yeah. for Las Vegas. Yes. And it's something that needs to be talked about, especially for the number of people that ask about the safety of coming yeah. here and how to be safe and so yeah. on. Now, to, uh, you took my steam, John. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, back to the balance part. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. We, we are not representatives of the DNC. We are not representatives of the RNC. We're yeah. not representatives of Fox, MSNBC, CNN, or any of yeah. them. We're just two guys in yeah. a studio talking about Las Vegas. Yeah. And again, all of Las Vegas. Yeah. And we don't even have to be balanced when it comes to Las Vegas issues. Yeah. Like the new restaurant movements, like community dining, and which is gone now, of course. Uh, I want that gone. I don't. Yeah. That, we don't need to be balanced. We we can talk about what we don't want here. Yeah. And and what we do want here, and it's two gentlemen's opinions. Yeah. But go ahead. No, I was going to say on our other podcast, in the Invisible Maybe. Yeah. Did it, my disclaimer that I always said yes. I may be full of shit. Yeah. You may think I'm full of shit. That's fine. And I may even go back later on and listen and say, you know what? I don't, I don't agree with what I said before. I think I'm wrong. Yeah. And I'll say I was full of shit. Yeah. So, and and uh, although this person was chastising and calling us to the mat, broke my number one rule. Yeah. And this, the, this is the last time I'll chastise this person. Yeah. Is is you didn't you didn't provide a, a solution. Yeah. If you're gonna identify a problem, provide a yeah. solution. Yeah. What do you want instead? Yeah. Well. We do talk about Las Vegas, yeah. but I go back to the, my very first statement. Whoever this was commented on iTunes, and I, I, I despise iTunes level. I mean, you, you, can, you can put a, a, a one star with no comment, yeah, or you can comment, and, and it's just hidden. I hate it. But to this person, uh, no matter what, I thank you for the comment. I thank you for listening. And, and I think it's wonderful. This is what podcasts were supposed to be. Yeah. They weren't supposed to be marketing tools for the big corporations and for celebrities. They were supposed to be for guys like you and me, everyday yeah. guys that want yeah. to talk about stuff and then find other people that want to talk about stuff. So that being said, yeah. let's talk about showgirls. Let's talk about showgirls. <laughs> I'll, 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 and then later I'll talk about... When I met a showgirl. Okay. In full regalia. I, I've met, I've met. Oh, you met, you used to many. photograph. Yes, yeah, I've met many. The, that was a tough job, Jamie. Yes, I know. So I really felt sorry for you. We're, these are not going to be in any particular time, uh, uh, chronological order. Uh, in fact, it's going to be jumping around a little bit, so I apologize about that. 1941. Wow. At the El Rancho. Yep. Uh, uh, basically is the first Las Vegas showgirl Basically, yeah, they weren't really showgirls per se. They were, um, to uh, they were to take the attention away during something else, 
And but 1941 at the El Rancho, and the El Rancho was actually before the El Cortez. If anybody cares to know, yeah. uh, the El Cortez always gets the first of whatever it wasn't. It was the El Rancho. Whoever owns the El Cortez must have so much money stashed away. Oh my gosh! He can live through the. You can be the, oh, the only hotel left. The El Cortez. That's right. It's all in s- just silver yes. coins buried <laughs> under the building. Um, nineteen. Uh, the uh, uh, then in nineteen fifty two, they were they were decided to start using the girls and costuming them, yeah, specifically to open for the headliners. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, and it's funny uh, in the in the verbiage. Uh, several articles I read, the verbiage was all the same. Uh, uh, sometimes dancing with the headliner. They made a big deal about oh, that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why, but... Uh, I can't see Frank Sinatra kicking his legs up and down. Like, no, right? Oh, wow. uh, uh, and one of the first to use that system, who was it? Who do you think? Around 1952. You know him. You know of him. I don't it, think you not know Bugsy. No. No. No, after that. All right, after... Hmm. An entertainer. Oh, oh, and I'm sorry, an entertainer. Yeah. Who was the first to to sort of embrace the showgirls dancing with him and dancing around them? And oh, he was a comedian. He was a singer, uh, classic. Oh, he a singer too and a comedian. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't think of it. Danny Thomas. Oh, right. Danny okay. Thomas. Yeah. I yeah. don't know Danny. I don't think of Danny Thomas as a singer. Was that a, well? He wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't. His daughter uh, was sure cute. Yes. Uh, 1957. Marvel. Minsky's Follies then became oh yeah 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 then then became uh, and that was at the Desert Inn yep uh, and has the distinction of being the first topless show good yeah the see, first topless show girls they always think of the topless is like something that just happened yeah yeah and then of course the Lido de Paris yes uh, 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 for thirty one years yep. at the Stardust yes and they continued uh, the what, when did they finish uh, 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 well thirty one years from last year so what was what was so that was at uh, 2019. So we're looking um, uh, 19, and then that's uh, 2000, and then s- oh gosh, 11 years, uh, 12 years from that. Um, about 89. 89. Yeah, 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 around 89. Okay, because they did have another showgirl review. Because that's where I stayed at the Stardust. Yeah. Now, to me, you, you get to that point where I realize, oh, oh shit, I've heard about this happening. Yeah. When you start thinking of like, yeah, yeah, you one day, you know, you 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 look back and you think it was last week and it was 20 years ago. <laughs> and and this is that's how it was. It True. was 1999. You yeah. know, and I stayed at the Starbucks. Uh, Starbucks. <laughs> see, see, that's what happened. I stayed at Starbucks. I stayed at the Stardust. There's subliminal advertising yes, is working. Thirty five dollars a night. Oh and, yeah. Yes, because I'm just gonna. I, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna sleep and take a shower in the room, and the right. rest of the time I'm gonna be out. Yeah. And I'm because I'm thinking of moving there sure. to Las Vegas. So so I'm you know I'm visiting from Japan and and I'm there and I'm checking in and I got my my suitcase. I'm gonna walk to the room. And and I hear this hi, and I turn around, and here's this gorgeous showgirl dressed up. You uh-huh. know, she's got the feather hat on and everything. Right. And really, what I remembered besides she was really pretty um, was her great. She had amazing abs. Right. You know, it's just yeah. like wow, because you know that's it. A lot of people think of a topless show. Look, it's not a strip show, right? These aren't these women are topless. They don't have big yeah. floppy ones, right? I mean, because they're they're dancers. <laughs> right. They're going to be really lean. Yes. For the most part, they've got they got great figures and bodies. They're just not. Jane Mansfield type. They're just not, you know, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. 
you know, which I was going to say me, going way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kept saying, trying to think of something more modern, right? You know, I right. saw Kim Kardashian in a bikini or something. Online, and I said, oh, shit. You yeah, know what? A, my reaction to her is like a lot of women react to, to competitive bodybuilders. It's just too much. Yeah, it's, it's over voluptuous. It's, yes, yes, it's too much. It's too much. Slim it down, sweetheart. But now turning the clock a little further back, yes. the original Showgirls, yes. of course, came from Paris. Yes. Uh, debuted somewhere between the 1800s and 1900s. Yeah. Follies Berger in 1869. Gotta love 1869. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, and then, of course, the very first nude showgirl. Uh, they weren't called showgirls back then. Uh, the very first one was 1918. That mm. was the very first nude performing woman on stage. Where was that at? Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 It started in 69, but yeah. the, the, didn't start the nude thing until the uh, 1918. The first U.S. showgirl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was was not Vegas. No, it was no. uh, Zigfield Follies yep. in 1907. Yeah. Um, now, interesting, Margaret, uh, pardon me for mispronouncing this, Levavici, or Levavici, um, got together, and her her nickname was Miss Bluebell. Oh, okay, nice. And like she, she, she started basically a showgirl company mm. that performed throughout the United States. She got connected with a very famous Las Vegas producer, Don Arden. Yeah, yeah, Arden was famous. And started producing Jubilee, Follies Berger, and yeah. so on. yeah. Uh, and then in the uh, in also in the fifties, also in the fifties, Jack Entratter uh, uh, started the Copa Girls, and and the Copa Girls uh, took over when the Minsky's Follies. Uh, they the, the Copa Girls took over, and then Miss Bluebell uh, t- took it from there, and then Bluebell and Don Arden, their combination took it from there, and then fast forward a lot to nineteen ninety two. Uh, when the corporations took over, that's when things changed. Mm. Uh, roundabout then is the idea of the family Las Vegas. Oh yes, where that's you, right. Where you yeah. bring where you bring children? They're, yes, yes. And, and they're not supposed to look at the body. Human body no. is dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. Yeah. Um, which we haven't changed. come anywhere, Jamie, since the damn pilgrims. I know. You know. I know. Now, now, of course, that's that's when the the uh, the uh, we emphasized, and we used to tell people about this all the time. We joke about it all the time. Uh, the seven thirty and ten thirty show. Yes, seven thirty was a family show, which really wasn't a family show. It was just everybody had their clothes on. Yeah, and they were covered. And of course, ten thirty was topless. Yeah. And no, that didn't mean they rolled the roof. <laughs> they opened the roof. the roof. Yeah, we heard that too. <laughs> Not no. like the Astrodome or anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, that's we we talked about that all the time. Yeah. Uh, but then as we as we lip into the two thousands. Yeah. Uh, Cirque du Soleil was already a force in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, with um, with, uh, with Mister. Yeah. Uh, but then they started producing more shows. Yeah. Uh, traveling shows, and then those shows decided to come to uh, uh, to Vegas after they traveled a bit. And now, of course, um, uh, uh, well, now it's a little bit different. We can talk about that in a second. Uh, uh, then they would make Cirque du Soleil decided to start their tent process where they would go to Orlando. They would go to Miami. They would go to California uh, and provide that. But they always came to Vegas to add that show. We have Mystere. We have Ka. We have Zumanity. We had not Lareb, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah same same so, director so and producer. Ones, yeah. And so on. Yeah. 
And then um, we have the theme ones. You had the Michael Jackson one and the Beatles. Yeah, we had the one, and we have the Beatles Love, and so on and so forth. And they were they were all fantastic. They, I love the shows, you know. All the while, we had the show. We have Penn and Teller, of course, still going strong, and they're yeah. going to come back. Uh, and we have the stand-up comedian process at the Mirage. They really got good at that. Yeah. Uh, they and used to have Danny Gans, remember? Danny Gans, you, yeah, amazing voice performer. Uh, sadly passed away. Uh, you know, and then the comedy club started really getting steam in the 90s and then came into the 2000s very heavily. All the while, though, the showgirls shows were still existing. Yep, yep. The Jubilees, the Follies Brigere, the Crazy Girls, if you wanted a little bit more strip clubby. Yeah, 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 a little... Beer, you know, tier B, yeah, sort of oh, yeah, thing. definitely, and definitely. B level, but you know, and, and then we saw one, remember, it was a hot girls or something out at the Golden Nugget, yeah, Golden, yeah, yeah, hot girls. There, it so. was hot girls, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, they were hot girls, and yeah. that's why it was only one show at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And then, of course, the show, not the strip club, which we had two strip clubs called Crazy Horse, we had Crazy Horse and Crazy Horse 2. two. I attended both of them, yes, they were okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were dark and strip clubs and they were that's what they yeah. were. But we had Crazy Horse at the MGM. I have a I had a friend who was in it. Yeah, uh, we saw that. We went to that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good uh, show. Odd. Odd yeah. show. Yeah. Beautiful girls. Yeah. Uh and and very interestingly produced, but directly from Paris. Yeah. If you wanted yeah. if you wanted the feeling of the, the original Paris show, yeah, it was, it was that was that. it. Yeah. Uh no longer. Uh yeah. and unfortunately my friend uh, you know went off to a different show. Mm. Uh but uh but fast forward to prior to COVID and we lost them. We lost yeah. the showgirls. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the funny thing with, with Las Vegas in a lot of ways is, is talk about a, kind of a microcosm of the U.S. is a whole keeping up with the Joneses. They see something that was that was successful or popular like Mystere. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to have one. And in a lot of ways, you know, Cirque du Soleil is an, is an anomaly because it is kind of this artsy show type. And it's it's here in Las Vegas, which usually that sort of thing doesn't go over well. We tried museums. They flopped. Really, except for like the Mob Museum, which is downtown. But but you know we had one at the Venetian, we had the Guggenheim, and it didn't it didn't yeah. last. Uh, the the Win had the museum, best they still do. But it was never really. I mean, it was basically originally just a showpiece for Steve Wynn, where because it was his all his, his own all his stuff. Yeah, it was all his own stuff. Yeah. Um. So so they would have that, and 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 we rarely got got people asking us about about the what was at the museum. Yeah. So, so then you have all this, and that's fine to have to have O and Mystere, but we also need to have the showgirls. People expect that, I think, when they come here, because that's it's iconic. It's like going to San Francisco, not having cable cars. I think so. I think Las Vegas is going to come back. It's absolutely going to come back. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's going to come back with a little bit of the panache and the style of old Vegas. I think yeah, we're going to have so. to, because I think that that type of style is brass tacks i think it's going to be cheaper for them to pull off yeah we don't have to have all these splashy wonderful things and you know we can just have a really good singer and a really good uh showgirl line and a really good whatever yeah i think las vegas is going to come back doing things really well again and i think that's what we can look forward to uh, speaking of the art museums, uh, Bellagio still uh, was the one that lasted. Yeah, Bellagio's art museum again. Steve wins. Yeah, you remember when he poked a hole in his own uh, painting and had to have it repaired? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it only cost like a million dollars or right. something. And like he paid that. it. He yeah. paid it gladly. And apparently, the guy who did it was just a master. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, poked a hole in his own classic, oh, classic painting. Shit. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, wonderful. yeah, yeah. But but still, you, you know, even then, we did not get a lot of calls for. I mean, they, that was when, you know, they're really trying to mm -hmm. to 
go upscale and and appeal to certain people and and be be more right. refined. The same with the restaurants. Sure. And they're finding that most of the a lot of the celebrity chefs have been smart enough to to come out with the more like so more casual dining experience. Right. Which just means what do you mean you don't have sloppy joes? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you know, and and no, we got we uh, very few uh, requests to go see art. Lots of requests to go see the um uh art in its own self uh the the gardens yeah the Bellagio gardens and and endless endless requests to see the dale chihuly exhibit which really wasn't an exhibit no it was a one piece in the in the lobby in the lobby and, and, and really to me i mean i've seen a lot of chihuly stuff because you know i lived in monterey yeah. and he did the wonderful oh, yeah I've work seen that. in uh, with the jellyfish yes and that's that's great and i look at the one at bellagio and say eh it's, he's done better. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's proof positive that yeah. his name carries a lot of weight. Yeah. Uh, but it's beautiful to see. But yeah. it's it's kind of, again, we're going to go to, I'm going to have to reference Vegas Vacation and, and and looking at the Grand Canyon. It's like, oh, okay, let's go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really at just At least sad. it's free. They don't charge it's free. you to look, yeah, exactly. to look up in the ceiling. But but okay, so 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 now we've fast forwarded. We've lost our girls. We've lost our showgirls. We've lost our shows. You know, there's the, the, it now now we're... Um, just before COVID, we were down to smaller auditor smaller auditoriums, really small. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, like sponsored, for example, by Planet Hollywood. You know, they have many, many different tiny showrooms, having many different shows. Some sharing. You know, those. I saw. Of course, I've said many times. I, I think it's a wonder. Was a wonderful show. Zombie burlesque. I I I swear. I, I have a part of my house that's probably bigger. It was like sitting in a hallway with, yeah. with, with school chairs, but I enjoyed the hell out of it and I hope they come back. So now, now we're here now. And, and, and I, I have to, you know, we're not, we're not being negative. I just, I'm sad. We, Larev. And it's not like, you know, they made the announcement that they're, uh, we're, we're assessing. You know, a lot of things we're assessing with, yeah. you know, where we are, where we're going to be. Can we afford the people? So we're, we're done. Yeah. You know, they're coming back, you know, and, 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 you know, it's beyond our pay grade. I know. And it's probably the most prudent decision, but, oh, it, it's got to be hard on them too. Yeah. And especially the individual, you know, of course the execs that are making that decision, then it trickles down to the people that have to make the phone calls of the people, you know, that actually work there. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, this is the only time. You remember one of the one of the flaws of the Venetian when we were there in terms of competing just with Bellagio. Yeah, just one. Oh, there were a lot of ones, but <laughs> but the one thing where they really failed. I mean, you could look at you know again they would get comparison with the Bellagio. You know the Italian themes. They both have. I, I think that our lobby looked nicer. You know, or at least around oh, our desk. Oh, for sure. You know, than, yeah. than that one there. Yeah. But yeah. they had the they had that really nice. Uh, you know the 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 flower exhibit, the atrium there, that was beautiful. The flower garden. Uh, in the Bellagio, and and they had the they had the lake out. Well, we had the canals, whatever. You could look, you could compare restaurants and what have you. Right. But they had oh, and we had nothing. We had like a Andrew Dice Clay, right. or we had Charo, and we had like you know Blue Man a, Group. Blue. Well, that came later after I okay. left, but that was okay because yeah. that came over from the left. They never really had a good. They had Phantom of the Opera again. It was another highbrow thing. Yeah. Briefly, I saw it yeah. there. Good staging. Good staging. They spent yeah. a lot of money on that. Yeah. It was the only one. It's the only touring production of, of Phantom that ever lost money. Um, and the Venetian didn't lose much money, but they never had really a top show. So yeah. that's the one thing where they came out and said, hey, we didn't have to shut down a big show. Yeah. Right. And I, mean, I think another thing that, that the Venetian failed at, um, and it was an obvious one, and you can take the Bellagio as an example. We had a real, I, I agree, we had a way better lobby Yeah. than the Bellagio. Bellagio's, 
once you get uh, the garden, if you don't count the garden, if you consider that an exhibit, yeah, and the gar- the the lobby of the Bellagio is kind of a snore. Yeah, yeah, it's too close to the casino. Too, it was I mean. well, you know, and that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but what they did, which was really great, is they they hit you with a piano player. Yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah, and and he and he was quite famous. I mean, he he was fantastic. They had several of them, but there was one guy that was very good, very famous. Uh, and the Venetian just didn't do that. You yeah. know, they had their big marble hallway and the Oculus and the and, the, and they had the traveling minstrel people and the minstrels. There. But and, that was upstairs mostly. Yeah, and they came downstairs sometimes, but mainly upstairs. Only came down when there was a when there was a crisis, like the like the computers yeah. were down, like when people, we opened, like when we opened, <laughs> and people are drunk, and and then they yeah. bring these guys. I said, no, no, don't do that. Poor bastard yeah. on those stilts is going to end up in the fountain. Yeah, they would send the singers and the alcohol. Yeah, uh, don't. Neither yes, of yeah. which I think really mollified the crowd. Yeah, yes, particularly the alcohol. Right. That only <laughs> yeah, that only, <laughs> it only made it worse. Yeah. I don't know how many times Tony called me an asshole of that day when we were there because they would walk by because you know again they finally got checked in and they're they're pissed off yeah and they have to walk right in front of the desk and i'm standing there and you know it's it's the prejudice of people looking at age thinking that the oldest person there right and i'm working with these 20 20 year old somethings at that time and and thinking that this must be the guy in charge yes i i I, was just a schlub like everybody else i i had that same disease yeah um but (laughs) Do we want the showgirl to come back? Oh my gosh, I do so much. Not just one. I want them all. To I come want back. them all to come back, um, and I want I want new wave and old wave and I, whatever showgirl they want to bring back, bring them back. Yeah, I would bring back a showgirl before I brought back acrobatics. Yeah, I yeah, would. Yeah, I would. I would. You know, and and, and they, um, if they bring back acrobatics, just like that, like they had at Circus Circus. Right, you know, they had the free <laughs> show. Acrobats. They had actual acrobats. Yes. I mean, they weren't yeah. like the, the 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 real classy ones, but they did a they, you know they did the trapeze. Yeah. And it was free. It was fun, and, and it was fun. And and uh, you know the other shows, people, I, the, the, sh- the the shows I liked the most were the were the really the cheap ones, like like Popovich and his trained house no. cats. <laughs> Who doesn't cats, like yeah. cats and dogs, man? I in know, a show, right? the yeah. dog pushing the cat in a, in a shopping cart. Yeah, you know, went, oh, isn't that great? I pay ten bucks for the. Or Matt King it still does it. Matt King is still around. Yes, does a great show, uh, afternoon show. Uh-huh. Remember, I, I pay because I got a local discount. I pay right. ten bucks. I this is the price of a movie, and and the thing is, is that they don't charge you less money if it's a bad movie, right? It could be a really bad movie. It could be like Flashdance bad. Yeah. You know, it, it could be that bad and you still pay the same price as if it's a really good movie, right? Yeah. Matt King, it was 10 bucks and it included a drink. Right, exactly. You know, and I had a drink. I had, you know, an $8 glass of wine. Exactly, and, yes. And uh, yeah, it came in a plastic cup, but it doesn't matter. It's wine and it's it's free. I mean, it's not, it, it's 10 bucks and I get, to sh- I get a live show yeah. for an hour and a half yeah. or an hour and I get a free drink. It was yeah, great. For sure. You know, and, and uh, the, the... Very few good things about this this virus issue, um, but one good thing, the virus uh, has fought away is parking fees. Yes, we are now fully open yes. for free parking. Yes. yes, I don't know of anybody that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. not. Um, uh, Which is yeah. So I'm more hoping that that I it hope ri- they leave it. It'll that rise way. from the ashes. It will. Um, and, and when it does, let's hope that, yeah, here's a chance for a rebirth and it may hopefully bring back because right. people, even, even when I worked there, you know, in 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. 1999, when I was, people were, were even then were nostalgic for a time that, you know, there was that kind of that crossroads where they were coming, expecting the old Vegas mm-hmm. and then they were still getting the family Vegas mm-hmm. and, and the corporate Vegas. 
Um, they wanted lounge singers. Well, we had a lounge. We had lounge entertainment, but yeah. they weren't really well promoted. They were just, you know, there wasn't anybody big. They would ask about them. And we don't know. Well, yeah. I think, I think, and I am absolutely not going to be balanced here. I think that Las Vegas's return, its rebirth, its rising from the flames, uh, is going to say no to the millennial influence of, of, of what happened here just before the virus. Yeah. It's going to say no to whatever new influences Gen Z is going to demand. And it's going to say two things. One, we're going to go back to a simpler time. A, a less expensive time for the corporations, but a more enjoyable time for its patronage. And I think they're going to look at the people with the disposable income again. Instead of hoping for a disposable income from a new generation, they're going to look to the, the generation with a disposable income, and they're going to say, what do you want? And I'm hoping there's a hue and cry. We want it simple. We want it beautiful. We want it, we, we want it well done. Yeah, they, they, they want it what matches their impression of it. Yes. And, and they get that from movies yeah. very often. You know, they look at Casino, and they kind of, don't, they kind of forget that that movie took place a long time ago. I mean, you know, I mean, for us, it's not that long ago, yeah. but it takes place in the seventies. Um, or even before then, you know, there's, there's other movies, Rat Pack, yeah. um, uh, Ocean's 11 and what have you. So, mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what they would like to see or somehow expect. And even if it's just a segment, Mm -hmm. It still should be there for those that want to see that. We still have Elvis stuff. Elvis yeah. has been dead for for uh, you know over forty years. Las Vegas has the opportunity to return to quality and and, and say no to quantity. Well, Las Vegas has this rare opportunity to start over and and make quality entertainment, quality foods, quality venues. And and not to say we can't still have the esports and we can't yeah. have this and we can't have that. No, it can be something too. for everybody. Yeah. It always has. She yeah. will survive. Uh, but I really do. I and, really you do. know, we had, you know, we go back, we think of Liberace. And yeah. again, he was really I represented Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I never think of Liberace, John. <laughs> but but you know, he was flamboyant and yes. and, and and gaudy and and like this said, like Las Vegas. He was kind of the the Hell of a piano player. Yeah, he was, you know, yeah. it, it, Las Vegas made manifest in human form. Yeah. Uh, and then he kind of passed a torch in a different way to like Siegfried and Roy. Yes. Their show was, and if somebody said, I saw Siegfried and Roy, he said, oh, you must have gone to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, so so you had this passing of the torch. And then it's just like Cirque du Soleil, I'm sorry, it's great and all of that. But you can see Cirque du Soleil in Portland, Oregon. I did. You know, you can yeah. see them in San Francisco. It might not be the exact same show, but come on, it's acrobatics, right? It might be a different theme, whatever. Most people are seeing shows in Las Vegas anywhere drunk, yeah, right? They're not going to remember. Now, you know, I just thought of an, uh, another sort of argument for our listener on iTunes. Yeah. I learned recently uh, that, that uh, directly from an individual uh, uh, from Chicago Yeah, that they know nothing about what's going on in Vegas mm. nothing whatsoever and 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 uh, it, and she wasn't even speaking of shows she was speaking of the fact that are you able to go out are you allowed is there can you even park you know yeah. what do you have to wear a mask do you have to wear a mask all the time and 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 again you know john and i have prided ourselves in all these episodes in bringing up things that help the visitors, 
that's fun for us to talk about and that is interesting for general listeners. And what I'm learning more and more is that, and which is why Las Vegas markets from, you know, coast to coast, because people don't know. Yeah. People, I, I can't tell you the number of people, I haven't been to Vegas. Is it, is it neat? Is it cool? Oh, I'm going to Vegas for the first time. And they're yeah. just, they're just you know, shaking with excitement, or used to be. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, again, that's why we talk about so many things and politics and, and, and medical things and COVID and, and gaming and food. Um, uh, and, and honestly, podcasts, unless you're beholden to a corporation, podcasts are to talk about the stuff that you want to talk about. Yeah. You know, uh, it, look, at, look at Mr. Rogan. That's all he does. And he talks about and he has people on his podcast he wants to talk to. Yeah. And he talks about subjects he wants to talk about. Yeah. And he rarely uh, kowtows to what's going on and what should happen and everything else. So keep that in mind, you know, all of our wonderful listeners. We don't need, like John said, we don't need to be balanced. We need to talk about Las Vegas. And that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. And, and the balance point of what, what, what somebody might mean by what's balanced, right? You could have something, it's not necessarily right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of dull. And I don't, I don't consider talking about this individual and then talking about this individual, and 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 then somehow linking them to your central subject. That's not balanced. Yeah. You have, you could yeah. have two nutbags. Yeah. You know, but we wanted to talk about it that day. Well, you and me. Yeah. The, the two nutbags. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're the, the nutbags. We're the nutbags. But no, we, we and and we, we've been accused of being negative, but we have. Just being, we have. We're being. We're being. You know. We're trying to be honest. Um, and you know, we would like nothing more than for everything to open. Now, now there are still, you know, some hotels are still closed, um, and haven't opened yet. Uh, some are supposed to open, you know, later this month. I think the Mirage is, is supposed to open this month, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's very soon. Yeah, I extremely think it's, soon. Uh, August thirty first yeah. or something. But it's been closed up up until now. Yeah. So yeah. So not all the hotels are open. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, the Palazzo is only open on the weekends. Only they were the weekends? open every but because of demand. So. Cosmo, I spent some quality time there yesterday. Yeah. They were having a a uh, uh, what was it one hundred and fifty thousand dollars slot tournament. Uh, it was um. As I walked through the the casino floor on level one, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I didn't see a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, those people I did see were were following the rules. Well, they have to, and uh, I have to reiterate again: Las Vegas properties that are open are very strict. Yeah. You will be asked to put on that mask. Some if you don't have one; they'll give you one. Some properties are even having people wear it while eating. You eat, you put the mask back on, you know, or drink specifically bars. Can you poke a hole in it? Yeah, right. Uh, so, so you know, but Las Vegas is open and opening many different things in the coming days, and and you know, Cosmo yeah. looks great. I mean, it's clean, boy. Yeah, yeah, and they're definitely making an effort. Yeah. Now I notice every day on the news, you know, they have the 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 COVID update yes um and you know try to keep things in perspective yeah. you know worldwide um a couple of weeks ago japan had its largest one day uh out you know, testing of 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 covid19 um they had about a thousand cases in one day i think it was 1200 now oh. remember that's a, that's this country of a hundred million people yes and most of those cases were actually in okinawa oh, on okay. a u.s naval base 
So, um, but so, so Uh yeah, they, they, it's in, it's in Okinawa. Um, so, so, but anyhow, here in Clark County, a couple of weeks, so we had, we had a thousand cases just here. Uh, it was been coming down. I noticed it was uh, now yesterday was back up. I think we had 700, something Mm -hmm. like that, but it was in the two hundreds, the three hundreds, four hundreds, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, the last few days, except for, except for yesterday. So the, the, the recovery rate is is going up. I think it's about eighty seven and a half percent. Now, what they define recovery? Because yeah. I wondered that. I said, well, wait a minute. If I take the number of cases here and I subtract people who died, um, how come that's not you know what happens to all the other? And you have to test negative twice. Right. That constitutes you have quote unquote recovered. Okay. So uh, we have a friend of ours who who has now quote unquote recovered. Yes. Because she has tested negative two times. So. Okay. That's okay. good for her. Well, if you see in the coming weeks and months and days, uh, uh, if you see Las Vegas's marketing go out there and they, uh, they for some reason, listen to John and I and say, you know, what type of shows would you like? Well, vote for the showgirls uh, and vote for any show, actually. Let's, yeah. get, let's get our folks back to work. Um, but uh, uh, Yeah, it was always fun. I mean, you would see them out on the street. You could tell, wow, look at her. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's not in costume, but but yeah. nevertheless, she must be a showgirl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and, you know, it was funny is when I first moved here back in the day when <laughs> they used to have those little real estate magazines, mm-hmm. right? You see them in the supermarket. They have those all over, mm-hmm. right? But only in Nevada, only here would you open up the magazine, you go through it, and you'd see some property out in Pahrump, and I would say, ideal for brothel worker, <laughs> which I actually saw, right? right? But anyhow, there used to be these ads right. all over the place for Jeannie Sutherland. She was a realtor, and she had the big bouffant hair yeah. and, you know, all all blown out, blonde, bottle blonde. Right. And uh, uh, a realtor told me, he says, yeah, you know, a lot of showgirls, when they when they retire, big when they can't kick their legs up high enough, and they were doing, they got to find something else to do. Yeah. A lot of them start selling real estate. Now, I'm not saying Jeannie Sutherland did that, but she could have, because she looked sure. apart, right? She looked apart. Sure. So she was everywhere, and then all of a sudden, when I moved here, and then I left, and I came back, I don't see Jeannie Sutherland anymore. So I did uh-huh. a little research myself and found out that uh, she was convicted of, of fraud. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, in Jeannie. In 2012, yes. Oh, my. Uh, in federal court for committing fraud, uh, they were trying to... Um, uh, they were getting out false loans and then cashing in on them, basically wow. for for selling houses that were that were over the sale price and then pocketing the rest of the well, money or something like that. But poor Jeannie Sutherland. Yeah, she can. But yeah, either they they do that or they cut hair. I, I know yeah, a a yeah. woman. She looks she looks fantastic. She's forty, uh, and works in a in a hair salon. Um, now, uh, she worked, uh, you know, Cirque du Soleil uh, yeah. that was her, it's funny how, you know, people say they have a day job and then they're, you know, uh-huh. they work Broadway and, but here, you know, people could have the, could have the night job, uh, and uh-huh. their day job is, is, is the part-time one. So her day job was, you know, yeah. um, but anyhow, she, she worked the Cirque du Soleil and before that she had been a, uh, Olympic, uh, gymnast oh, wow. for, for Belarus. Okay. Um, back in the day. So, so, um, yeah, they either cut hair or they, they do real estate. So let's get them back on stage. Absolutely. And I have so many friends and they know who they are, you know, that I've worked with and, and photographed and filmed. And, and, um, I, I really do wish the best for them. I want them to all get back on stage where they belong. Uh, but to all of our listeners, uh, uh I want to thank you for all of your comments. I want to thank you for your, your, your 
patronage of our show and just listening in and and hopefully enjoying our discussions about Las Vegas. Um, uh, I, we love the comments, both good and bad. Uh, I try to mention them when I can, and hopefully that uh, person on iTunes uh, didn't give up on us. Uh, uh, but uh, if they did, we wish them well. Uh, but thank you to everybody, and uh, uh, we will uh, do some more research and see exactly what uh, what more fun we can figure out about the history of Las Vegas. Uh, but for John, good to see you. Good seeing you too, Jamie. Uh, this is Jamie, and we will see you next show. Mm-hmm.